Parshas Vaychi Tavshin Pei Beis. We mentioned previously about the brachas that Yaakov gave to Ephraim and Menashe and how he arranged for Ephraim to be um, placed on his right side and Menashe on his left. He switched his hands. Meaning he didn't. He did. He ignored. He ignored the fact that Menashe was the Bukhar, and he seemingly gave more of an importance to Ephraim. And Yosef wondered why, and we discussed how Rabbi Rucham said that there's a seder for brachas. There's a way how brachas go, and it's not just that a bracha is given out like uh, candies from a candy man. That's not how it works. Now, I just want to continue as a sort of a sequel to that, a follow-up to that, Hemshech. And this also is found a bit later on in the Parsha, in the actual brachas of the Shvatim. A similar idea. Listen, the, the, the next, the next psokim in, in Perk Memches and Pasuk Chaf, so the Pasuk says, V'yivorchim v'yimahu leymar, v'cho yivorch Yisrael leymar, yisrim chalakim kefrayim v'chem anasheh. Yaakov Avinu benched them on that day. He said, This is how the Yidin will bench you, bench their children. Hashem should make it like a frame and Menashe. And Rashi explains it that way that right? when someone comes to in future generations, when Yidin bench their children, he will be. It will bench them with Bibr Chasam of the Brach of Menashe and Ephraim, and will say, Yesim Chalakim Kefraim Menashe. So Rabbi Rucham asks a very simple question. Rabbi Rucham says, So what, what kind of benefit is it that to Ephraim and Menashe that the Yin will say, you know, in future generations, will all say, Yesim Chalakim Kefraim Menashe? What do they have from that? What's that, that to show that they're like the epitome of the best children? I mean, what's, is, that, is that the idea? What's the. What, 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 what kind of benefit, what gain of what benefit is it to Ephraim Menashe that, um, that, that, yeah, that the Yidin will in future generations say, you know, Yisim Chalakim Kefraim Menashe. So he says, very, very interesting, very interesting, you saw it over here. He says that the, the way that he, that Yaakov Avinu benched Ephraim Menashe was, with such abundance, such abundance of bracha, with such a, uh, 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 an overwhelming, powerful bracha, that it's not just that, you know, in future generations, the, the Yidin will, when they bench their children, they mention, you know, Ephraim and Menashe. It's that the bracha will overflow from the bracha that Yaakov gave Ephraim and Menashe until into future generations. Right? And so much so that when someone wants to come and give their children a bracha, so they'll mention, Yaskir's Bechasim, he says, they'll be men- they'll mention Ephraim Menashe's bracha. Right? That that bracha should carry through and follow through and spill over to their children as well. That's the idea. Right? So you find a similar concept by Avram Avinu, right? Avram Avinu also, Kadesh Baruch Hu told him, Right, and that's the same similar idea, right? He says also he says like by Eve, the Gemara says a very interesting thing. The Gemara says in Baba Basra, the Gemara says that about Eve, that it says that people whoever would would take get receive a coin, 
from Eiv, they would they would receive a bracha. They would be they would they'd have like an abundance from they'd have some sort of segula like a bracha from those coins from coins that they received from Eiv. Why? Because the bracha that Eiv had himself, right? It was so overflowing and it was so it was so great that anyone who came in contact with him also became wealthy. Right? That's Eiv uh, after the whole story. So. So similarly, that's how it works. The Safra and Menashe, that the bracha was so powerful and so tremendous, it overflowed Ladari Daris, and that's why we're Mazker, Ephraim and Menashe, because we're, we're tapping into that bracha, that initial bracha that Yaakov gave to Ephraim and Menashe, with, with such a tremendous, um, in, in such a tremendous amount of bracha, such a tremendous um, you know, capacity that it over that it overflowed and it over it overflowed and it overflows to us. And that's that's how the that's how it works. That's how that's that's what it means is simple to get family from us. Now um, later also later in the parsha when Yaakov actually gives the brachas to his children. So this really has to do with what we mentioned previously, but it's, it's, it's such an important idea to remember. You see, in all these brachas, and all these brachas that Yaakov was giving out over here, they're not how, you know, typically we would understand the bracha to be, right? People think that a bracha is, you know, uh, you should be, you know, it's basically a, it's, you know, it's verbal, it's verbal candy, Right? Right, I give I give over uh, you know, my best wishes, right? My best wishes, and you should you know you should have everything good, whatever we think is good. You know, if it's you know good children, you know, gesund, uh, you know health, wealth, happiness, whatever it is, whatever we deem as um, physical, um, emotional, spiritual candy, so to speak. You know, that's what a bracha is, right? If we receive that from someone verbally. And that's that's bracha. That's that's what bracha is. Now it could be that it is also bracha, but the, the, the idea here of brachas is very, um, you know, it has nothing to do with that really. Right? Very little. The, most of the brachas that Yaakov gave out, and this is called birchas Yaakov, right? Even when what he said to Menashe it's bringing out their koiches, bringing out their um, strengths and strong points to the forefront and you know making sure that they use that or making them aware and giving them uh, the you know the wishes that they should be able to use that to their full kaitas right so it's not just you know just giving out candy right it's it's something that the person already has and that's really what was going on here with national family, that's what's going on here with all the shatim. It's not just uh, you know nice things to be said or you know wishing people all the best. In, in later when it, in the parsha um, when it goes through the shatim's brachas and parakim tas and pasuk gimel it says it, it talks when Yaakov is doing a bracha to zvulon. So it says zvulon lechayf yam mishkan. Zvulon will will have a, a portion in Eretz Yisrael that will be on the um, on the coast. Yeah, that's where he'll, he will dwell. That's the Pasha Tepshat, the simple Pshat. So Rashi says, that's what he's done. Al Chayv Yam Mishkan, Al Chayv Yam Tiyarze, his land, his portion of land will be on the coast. 
see, he says, Yechim says a fascinating thing. He says, this is what we said before, that every, every portion that, that, or every bracha that Yaakov gave to, to the Shvatim was, let's say, if we're talking specifically about the land and Eretz saw that they would inherit in the future, right? So he really gave them whatever was meant for them. Right, whatever was, was uh, you know what was what was what was beneficial for them, and what was really it was re- really predestined for them. So he says because why did Zvulun get, um, you know, a portion on the on the yam? Why was his, why was his part of Eretz Yisrael his chelik Eretz Yisrael on the coast, and Yisachar got uh, an Eretz Mevarachas, and Asher was Shmina Lachma. He got the, uh, you know, he had uh, a lot of olives. And his and his portion of Eretz Yisrael, why couldn't Usher have have what Zulan had? Why couldn't Usher have uh, you know a coastal a coastal area of land? Why did one ship have to have one part, another ship have to have other part? I mean, my, my, like, what was what, what was you know what was unique about every portion to each shevet? So he says that it's not that he just gave out candy, right? It's not what he's. That's not going, what's going on over here. Here you get this, you get that. And you know whatever, whoever you know, on a first come first serve or whatever I decide, uh, you know sounds good. I'm going to give it to you. No, it's it's the opposite. The person who intrinsically has that bracha with dormant within them, that need for whatever it is to complete their shleimus, to complete their tafgir, That's what he. That's what he he verbalized here. Right, and. Yaakov Avinu, all he did was he brought that out in words, right? He formulated that in the form of a of a bracha, but really that was what was due to them, and he just brought it out with words. That's that's the idea here. So it, it really it really has a lot to do with what we said previously, and what we're saying now with Menashe and Ephraim. There's a different concept of brachas here that we that we're maybe used to. It's brachas are not given out like candy, and also we have to understand that brachas are within the person themselves, right? Or within the person that receives it themselves. So, going back to Menashe and Ephraim, we tap in to the brachas that Yaakov, you know, Yaakov gave, gave to, to Menashe and Ephraim to such a level, and to such a degree that they carried over to, that they had the ability to carry over to future generations. Because what it is, is, is bringing out the person's strength, strengths and the person's characters and allowing that to come to its full capacity, allowing that to to come to to how it should how it should come out and how it should work and how and how a person should use the best of their abilities. And not that we're just, you know, throwing dollar bills and throwing candies at people. That's not that's not the idea. And when we realize that we'll have a better appreciation of what a bruff is. And also we'll be able to to realize that it's not just, uh, you know, obviously there's a, a big Indian to get brachas from Gedalim, but to realize what it is, is that it's really just bringing out what's within us.